Welcome to the Wedding Video Boss Podcast. I am your host, Paul Santiago. In this episode, we're going to refresh your memory by going through some of the basic stuff you need to remember when you're prepping for a shoot. Every wedding is unique. You meet couples with different styles and tastes. You shoot in different locations. It could be a small or a big wedding. There's a lot of details to shoot and often some last minute requests. It's a lot. And there's nothing more insanely stressful than forgetting to bring your gear or not planning well enough. It's totally unprofessional and it'll cost you your job and your credibility. As Benjamin Franklin said, if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. So to save yourselves from a life of doom, let's go through the best practices for shoot prep. In this episode that I should have called, Aw shoot! It's important at least for us to pack our equipment days before the shoot. So for example, we're going to a shoot on a Saturday. We unpack our gear the Sunday before that. We charge our batteries, go through each and every piece of equipment, and then by Wednesday, we're going to pack them again for the Saturday shoot. Now, when packing your equipment, it's best to have a gear list. Because weddings have different setups, we have different packing lists. Sometimes we need to bring less gear, sometimes we need to bring more. So in my earlier example, if the shoot falls on a Saturday, by Wednesday we already have our gear list. Together with the gear list, make sure you have a shot list. This is to refresh your memory every time. Even though we've been shooting for so long, we always, we always try to make sure we have a shot list. Your shot list is something that you should go over with a couple to make sure that you get all the details right. So you film their wedding the way they want to. Communication is key. Yes, you need to get those classic shots, such as the bride and the groom getting ready, the bridal party, the guests, the bride's entrance, the ceremony. But there will always be those extra details that are important to the couple. So for us, we usually meet them two weeks before the wedding. We ask them questions like, is the bride going to be wearing a piece of jewelry from her grandmother? Is she going to be wearing her mom's wedding dress? Or is there a specific relative that needs to have their own moment in the video? You need to ask them about these things to make sure that you and the couple are on the same page. Also, you need to talk to the vendors you'll be working with. In my case, I email them, especially the DJ, about the audio hookups we'll need. I also reach out to the photographer because I want to collaborate with them about the shot list because it's more likely going to be similar to us. It's also good to get in touch with the wedding planner to ask for assistance you know, get a copy of the schedule and ask about last-minute changes or requests from the couple. Aside from the classic shots, you should also watch out for spontaneous moments like, you know, people mingling with each other or moments between the bride and the groom and their parents. So whether you save it on your phone or you print it out, shot lists will always keep you from forgetting things. So those are the two lists that we have, gear list and shot list. Next is make sure that the SD cards you're going to use are already backed up. So again, if our shoot falls on a Saturday, I upload the files on a Sunday prior to that. And then I have the SD cards which I use from previous weddings in a separate box. I make sure that at least there's a highlight video or that the files are already backed up on the cloud before I format. So make sure the SD cards are there 
and the audio equipment have space in it. The more space your SD cards have, the better for you because you'll you'll never know how long these things are going to go for. Next, make sure all the batteries are charged. We charge the batteries several days before the shoot. The day before the shoot, I double check everything because sometimes we forget to bring things. For the cameras, you need to check your camera detail settings. So for my detail settings, I'm pretty sure everyone has different cameras, but for us, we, we shoot in neutral. Our sharpness is zero, contrast is minus four, saturation is minus two, and color tone is zero, just so we could bump it up in post after. I don't really like shooting in log because it's too much work. And with Canon, which are the cameras that we use, it's easier for the colors to pop out and we're really happy with the way it looks. Another important thing to do is camera syncing. If you're shooting with different shooters or if you're shooting with more than one camera, make sure that the time in the cameras are synced to a universal time. We use time.gov. We sync all of our cameras to it. You could also go to timeanddate.com, have all the shooters sync their cameras to that. This helps, especially if something goes wrong. So for example, a bride comes up to you and says, hey, you left early. Instead of leaving at 9, you left at 8. If your cameras were synced, you have something to show that would prove otherwise. You can tell her, our cameras are synced. We, we were still here at 9.15. What are you talking about? I don't talk like that, but some, some do. Or if the client is looking for a footage of a relative, at least you got your time synced and it's easier for the editor to find the footage. Lastly, for the cameras, you gotta clean your lenses. Inspect the cameras and clean the lenses to get rid of dust and smudges. Now for another part. When choosing which gear to bring, it's important that you know the location. Call or email the venue coordinators to ask them about rules and regulations for shooting. That is, which areas will you be allowed to film and which are off limits. If you know the venue rules, you'll be able to decide which gear to bring. Those that will still get the shots you want without violating any venue rules. If it's a public space, it helps if you ask about regulations for filming. If it's a destination wedding you're prepping for, you think about how it's going to affect your gear. Is the wedding going to be at the beach or someplace extremely cold? How are you going to carry your stuff around? What kind of bags will you use? If you're going to be carrying your gear in a plane, you need to pack them carefully so that they remain secure and to stay within the weight limits for luggage so you avoid paying extra. Or if you need to pay extra, charge the couple. Next, the right lighting equipment is also critical. You want to capture the couple and everyone else in the best lighting conditions possible. So you scout the location so you can make more exact lighting decisions. Once you're there, place your equipment carefully around the venue and adjust as you go. Then after that, set up your audio. You want to make sure you capture clean and crisp audio. This includes the words of the officiant, the exchange vows, the toast, the speeches, and the voices of the people if you're going to interview them. As part of your preps for the day itself, place your mics near the altar or the speaker and clip a lav on the officiant and the groom's coat. Place the labs in between the throat and the chest area, adjust if you need to, and then test until their voices sound natural to you. Double check the receivers, double check the levels, and definitely have a lot of batteries on hand. Again, you should get in touch with the DJ about audio hookups you'll need. Lastly, subscribe to music websites. Your video will never be complete if you don't have any of the right soundtrack. 
music is as important as footage because the right song of your wedding film will tie it all together. Base your music choices off of the couple's personality. Consider their style and the overall feel of the wedding. Pick songs that will best tell their story. You know, you just pick pick that match the excitement of the day and those that fit in the more special moments. I know song picking is the hardest part, but you have to master this because this is going to be not only the song that the couples are going to listen to forever, but it's going to be part of your brand. No no Bruno Mars or, you know, just nothing of those mainstream cheesy stuff. If you want to access to a library of royalty-free music, there are couples of websites that you can check out. For our music, we subscribe to Musicbed, Soundstripe, and Song Freedom. I'll, I'll leave the links in the show notes. Okay, we covered a lot of shoot preps today, so let me just do a recap. Make sure you have an equipment list for different situations. Make sure you have a shot list. Check your camera settings. Sync the cameras to a universal time. Make sure that the audio and the SD cards for the shoot have been backed up and formatted. Charge your batteries. Scout the location and plan the lighting. Set up the audio and subscribe to websites for licensed music. You see, if you give yourself plenty of time to organize your gear and your shot lists, you'll be able to focus more on what you need to do. Colin Powell said, There are no secrets to success. This is the result of preparation, hard work, and learning from failure. So if you prep well, cover all your bases, and have competent people in your team, which is probably the most important one, filming is likely going to go off without a hitch. But, as author Dennis Waitley advises, expect the best, plan for the worst, and prepare to be surprised. This means that you should look forward to filming a beautiful wedding, have a contingency plan for what could possibly happen, and look out for those moments that will make the wedding definitely one for the books. I'd love to know what you think about today's topic. Do you think there's anything else that you could add to the prep list? What other things do you do to prep for the shoot? What horror stories can you share that were a result of not prepping well? I'm sure we can all learn from them, so I'd love to know. I hope this episode was able to help you out. If you're thinking, well, since he saved me time and money, and he looks like he's always hungry, I wonder if there's a way I could give him a dollar for his trouble. You're in luck. I started a Patreon page, and you could pledge as low as $1 to show your support and keep the show going. Just head on to www.patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Wedding Video Boss. And you will see the same sweet old podcast and more, actually tons more. Different tiers could get you great things like transcripts from all the latest episodes. This is for those people who don't have time to listen for an hour or 15 minutes. A Facebook mastermind group that's limited to a number of patrons and extra episodes just for the hardcore fans. But if you like money and you just want to keep it to yourself, I'm sharing all these information goldness for free. In return, I'd appreciate it if you help me out by subscribing, rating, or leaving a review. Thanks so much to those who already did. Thanks for listening. It means the world to me. Watch out for the next episode of the Wedding Video Boss Podcast. Till then, play nice if you can't win. Be nice, especially if you're good looking. Boss man out.